Everything is under this on me. I tried to get something sweet, but I didn't want you to be mad when you saw the name. I think that it was for you. Sweet bitch. Yeah, sweetie bitch. Oh, sweet bitch. I thought it was sweetie bitch, but that's the H. Have you had this before? No, I just was looking for this other bottle. That, that my, mine is named after me. That my dad suggested, but then I saw that one and just said, well, I'll get this. Because I thought maybe you would like them. Hey. Yeah, I like that. Keep that bottle. Okay. I could put some flowers in that beside my nightstand. Sweet bitch. Hey, welcome to his mama, her son. We got a good one for you today. You don't I'm have to lean into the microphone. Trying to be a mini you. Steve Harvey. What? See, every time. <laughs> Keep going. What were you saying? Welcome to what now? I said, welcome to his mama, her son. We got a good one for you today. I'm a, a mini Steve Harvey. That's what I said. You know how he says it on Family Feud? Uh -uh. No. Okay, so anyway. <laughs> this is Brandon. And this is Mama. And we got a good one for you today, like I said twice before. Great. Oh, my goodness. We was busy. Oh, my God. We was busy this week. I was. Oh, you mean out in the world? Yes, the world was busy. Oh, my God. Kenya Moore. What's she doing? You know, she's getting divorced. Her husband got a whole another a baby ago. and some uh-uh and another woman. And I don't know, uh, I think he married Kenya to get his debt paid off. And now he's going back to whoever. And he said Kenya is a is a uh um a screen whore. He's like she's like a whore for attention, attention whore. When did he he didn't watch the show? He didn't care. He didn't care about staying with he had no intentions of staying with Kenya all along. But I'm saying is this one of his complaints? Like she's a an attention whore. Well, yeah, and he said he'd rather and, be in the spot rather not be in the spotlight anyway. But I think it was a plan all along. He was playing like this guy who doesn't want attention. You know, this would be maybe one of the reasons why I could leave her and it'll look okay. But he knew this coming into the relationship. He did. So he also knew he wasn't going to stay with her. So that was going to be his excuse. But it can't be an excuse. If you know that coming into the relationship, that she's an attention whore, and then you married her, and but now you said, say, oh, she's an attention he whore. He said she claimed she was going to settle down and, you know, probably back away from the show. That's why they had their wedding out of the spotlight and all that kind of stuff. And he thought it was going to continue. But no, she wants to go back to work because she said... Kenya was making good money doing the housewives, and now just being home with the baby is not generating any income. So she needs to go back to work, and mm. that's what she does. That's her job. Right. Yeah. I mean, Mr. Restauranteer. Is that what it's called? A restauranteer? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> I think okay, so. Okay. I think so. Okay. So, well, so, you yeah. you got what you, what you married. I don't know. Well, she wanted a baby. She got one. Right. Yeah. So she got something. Now, you ain't the only one with a bell or a buzzer. I bought a bell and I saw it and I said, I have a bell. Bell's yeah. a little flat. Yeah, well, you get what you pay for. I paid a dollar, so yeah. I got... You don't hit it too hard, you might break it. <laughs> but it's good. We'll, we'll keep things in order with that bell. What All you right. got, baby? What's on your list? Um, I just want to send a shout out to Towson because by the time you guys Ooh. hear this, you know, this week and going into next weekend, our homecoming is on the 19th. So shout out to the Towson Tigers. Um, yes. And then all the other homecomings that are going on around this time. I see how uh, Howard has Kanye up there uh, doing his Coon Gospel Hour. Did you oh, see no. that? He's up there doing his... They announced it at 6 o'clock this morning. That but he you know, it can't hurt. So, I like what Kanye's actually, doing. Actually, I think it can. Because I don't, I, don't I don't think he's in the right place. Not saying mentally. I just... I don't believe him. He's not... 
who I want my spiritual advice to come from. And that's not something. Maybe I don't think it's spiritual advice. I think it's... Um, I don't want him to lead me spiritually either. I don't want him to be in the head of the gospel service going up there saying slavery was a choice, which I'm sure he's not going to say that shit at Howard. You might get away with it at Salt Lake City, but you're not going to do it at Howard. But I think Kanye is up there with every other minister. Do as I say, not as I do. They're still human. So he might have some good um, advice if you just take it... Don't even think of Kanye saying it. If you receive something that's good, take it and run with it. But I'm saying as far as doing everything Kanye does, hell no, he's crazy. Yeah, and I don't go to their churches either. So oh. yeah, that's fine. Okay. <laughs> I don't I just I don't So you 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 closing your mind off though. You're not being No, open. I'm closing my mind off to him. I'm not following somebody that says slavery was a choice and then tries to explain it as no, what I'm saying is in your mind. I don't care what you say, it's it's not a choice. Really? No. No, I don't think it was either, but I'm just saying I would I could sit through it and just hear what he has to say. Or either I'll go get my hot dog while he's talking that way. Howard homecoming is already crowded enough. I don't have to sit through his bullshit and more people <laughs> to go see him change the lyrics to nineties R and B and replace baby with God. I don't have to do that. We got enough of that. Oh, is that what he's doing? Yeah. Changing the lyrics to nineties R and B and getting everybody, Oh, I forgive you, Kanye. I don't. And I'm not going to sit through it. Oh, okay. But I mean, enjoy it with your fried fish and you go stomp the yard. I'm not, but enjoy it. Okay. Anyway, back to Towson. I will see you guys on the 19th. Um, hopefully Kanye will not be at that one, but I'm looking forward to seeing the rest of my my Towson Tigers. Well, he mm-hmm. might, you know, might, might be without Kanye. Mm-hmm. That's oh, different. yeah. That, and the Kardashians. Yeah, I say the yeah. Kardashians. He might be at Towson. He might just stick around for the week. So we'll see. <laughs> But um, I'm, I'm going to talk about homecoming when we get to our line them up. So I just got a few things I want to put in people's ears before we get to homecoming. So make sure you guys listen so we can all be on one accord when we get there. What's sad, Brandon? It is. You starting riots. Speaking of Kanye and all that stuff that he was doing, um, Ellen apparently went on her show and told everybody, you know, she was sitting with George Bush at the game and. It's okay to be. Oh. It's okay to be friends with people that you disagree with, and you know, being kind. When I say be kind to one another, I mean to everybody, not just to people. She that, got a point, though. Yeah, I guess, but you know, you know a lot of people were going back to remember he started. It this doesn't war matter. It and, doesn't matter. It you know, it's it's done. We can't go back. We can only move forward and go forward. She's trying to say, try to get along. Yeah, I don't really have too much of an opinion. I think the way she explained it, it came off worse than just sitting with him, taking the picture. I think you should have just, just take the picture. And if people say, was that Ellen sitting next to him? It was. Well, you knew that was going to go viral. <laughs> but just because, period. It was. Because it of was the things me. he did and the things he tried to block. And in reference to Ellen, you know, he didn't like the same sex marriage. Right. He was blocking a lot of stuff. But I'm saying, it still happened. What I'm saying is if somebody can say whatever they want to say. Everybody's allowed to have an opinion. It ain't stop nothing. It still happens. So it's like, Ellen is the winner, really. So she didn't have to explain it. I know it, but I'm just saying, when you look at it and she's sitting beside him and everybody goes crazy because it's like, oh my God, he's against everything you are. It's like, so what? It still happened. I still have my rights. You know? But no thanks to you. Right. No thanks to you. So we don't have to be friends. But I'm the winner. It's not, she's not saying that's a friend, like somebody she probably have at her home for dinner. But it's like, no malice here. I mean, I think she's the bigger person. Okay. I'm not there yet, so I don't get it. Just keep working on it. You're still living, long as you're living. No, that's one of the things that just, Brandon, you just have to know me and that's it. 
Go ahead. What's your, what else you got? Because I'm what not. about that witness in Texas that in the um, remember that in the contact? Yes, yeah. but then they said he was a dealer. This was a drug deal gone bad. Blah blah blah. And after they investigated it, it does seem like something happened, but it just seems so coincidental that it came right after he testified in that trial. And nothing was brought up when he was the key witness in the trial. Like, no, they, they try to discredit you. Right. And like, we'll who bring are you going to believe? Are you going to believe a drug dealer whose mind and they didn't bring altered? that up. Now they're bringing it up. That's why I fear for Takashi 69 When that guy gets out, he said he doesn't want to go in the witness protection program. He, I think he has a death wish. But they, he said he wants bodyguards all the time. Who going to sign up for that job? You know it's going to be some bullets shot at him. But that's what I fear for him. He is something just like that that's gonna happen to him. Mm-hmm. I mean, they got some time because he gonna be in there still for a little while. But I thought they were saying he might get out next month. It was a oh, it was really? a report said he might get out as early as. Well, next they probably month. figured he'd get killed faster on the street than in jail, wasting everybody's money. He's but going, but he is going to die. <laughs> he, I, I just, it's just a matter of when, and I hate that you know that it is yeah, that way. Sad. Yeah. He was telling some stuff. Oh, what about, too, the remake of New Jack City? Yay or nay? We for this or what? Pass. Yeah. I didn't. It was okay. I mean, you know, it took me a while to see it when I was, when I finally did see it, because I was too young to see it, and I had, you know, good parents that didn't let me see R-rated movies when ain't I should one, Ain't but one Nino Brown, though. But Wesley Stipes even said it was a time for that, and that time has passed now. To bring drug culture back up and, and uh you know, like glorify it almost or highlight it. He said, no, it, it needs to die. Yeah, and I think now it's so, I mean, unless, the, what are they going to talk about, Molly or something? You got to make it relevant. Nobody right. really. And he just said, it's, it's, it was a time and it's over, you know? Mm-hmm. Drive-bys and all that. I don't know, it don't seem like people do that as much now. Remember the drive-by shooting? You said like you miss it. What happened to the no, drive-bys? I just, <laughs> I, Remember when we were growing up, we used to have drive-bys? <laughs> No, I'm just saying it doesn't seem like it happens as much, and that was all a, a part of New Jack City. Yeah. So remember that was it Vanessa, the other Vanessa Williams, not not Vanessa Williams from Soul Food, but the other Vanessa Williams that was in Soul Food, the series. She was um one of Nino Brown's um girls, concubine. No, not that. She was a gangster. Remember, she was on the steps shooting at Walk the um... back. Yeah. <laughs> you motherfucker. Yeah, she <laughs> them. Yes. They yes. got arrested. <laughs> I love that part of the movie. <laughs> And yeah. then he put that baby in front of him as a shield. Oh, oh yeah. punk ass Wesley Snipes. It worked. That was good. That <laughs> See, was good. Like, you that was good though. <laughs> it was good. You remember it? Um, did you, you see the bad girls in the Silver Spring Mall? No. Why them two? It was two girls Here? that were coming out of this the restroom in Ellsworth, Ellsworth Street in Silver Spring. Yes. Okay. And there was two girls coming out of the restroom, and then it was six girls that approached him and kind of backed them back up into the bathroom. They molly walked them girls. They beat them so bad, bloody them. The two them girls up. or the six girls? The six girls. And then they took the. They even showed why they were getting beat. One girl was digging in her purse to get her phone out. And she started filming everything. And then another girl was going back to the uh, bags, taking stuff out of the bags that you know that they could carry that they those girls had shot for. Well, But this doesn't make any sense because I was I really felt bad. Those two girls, I mean, they were really ambushed. They were coming around the corner. It was like whoa, and then they just started fighting them, punching them. They were black, and the two girls were black. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it's like for what? Just acting like animals. It's embarrassing. They just did that on Saturday Night Live, like when you watch the news and you like listening to see what the what the suspect is, and when they say a white person, like Kenan Thompson was like, we got that one. You know, and you do feel that way. It's like, damn, like we lost this one. Yeah. yeah. 
sad. And then I saw something on Twitter too, which is really sad. I think they're probably gonna talk about it on the real because Lonnie retweeted it. Mm-hmm. But um, it was a little boy in the bathroom and like six other little boys. They were all black, and the boys were saying, I don't know if he was saying like you talked about our gang or something. And the little boy said, I didn't say that. And the guys told him, take his glass off. I don't want to mess your glasses up. And all the kids like were hitting him in the face. And it was bad. Like everybody has been saying like, they just wish they could have helped him. He didn't like when the teacher came in, he wasn't crying or anything, but it's just, it's bad to watch. And then it's bad that it was even posted on social media. So what, what were the nationalities of these folks? They were black, all black. The victim and the suspect, but I would have left my glasses on because they said they weren't gonna hit me. They still the probably would have hit them, but it was just bad. What grade was it? I think it was. It looked like I think they said middle school. That's yeah, it was you bad. know what? I didn't realize that bullying uh, is so prevalent. Like I was asking a lot of people uh, that, well, a lot of people that have school age kids at work were talking about sending their kids back and saying how they just hope the bullying. And I was like, is it that much of a deal? And they said, um, oh yeah. So a lot of, like, one girl gets off work early in the morning. She goes, she she takes her kids to school. And I said, don't they have a bus? And she said, I'm not putting them on the bus. She said, you know what? When I take them and drop them off, at least I know they made it to school and I can go home and sleep. But she said, if they were on the bus, she said, it's just not like it used to be. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't have seats. So if they, you know, they bully them, you know, if it might be a seat open and you got you glasses on or there. braces. You can't sit here. Or people like me who had glasses and braces at the same time. Right, right. I'm probably sure I didn't have a seat a couple of times, but you know, I I grew up. That's, that's, oh, I I just don't like that. Nobody likes it, but it does happen. But I think more kids are likely now to fight back or or hurt themselves. I don't think that was happening as much when I was growing up. Probably not. What you mean they're more likely to hurt themselves? Like from bullying. I think kids are hurting themselves. Like, Committing suicide and stuff behind oh, bullying. Yeah. Wow. And I think it's getting it's more prevalent because again, back then it wasn't even when I was in high school, we didn't have social media and you have people recording you getting in fights. And now everybody, the whole school can see it, the whole world can see it. So Right. And that really makes an impression on a kid. I think mm-hmm. they really feel embarrassed or whatever. It just makes me mad. I will go back fiercer than ever. When I go back to school tomorrow, y'all better look out because I'm a fuck. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm 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 just like fight somebody. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, it is breast cancer month this month. So we talked about that last week. Remember, it was um domestic violence month and breast cancer month. Okay, well, it's still breast cancer month, and there's a, <laughs> an event coming up on October 19th at Lane Bryant. They have a uh, they, Brady. Why are you laughing? I'm no, I was, late to this no, because I, that's where ahead. I shop. Anyway, you. They're going to have a chef. Of course, they have a chef in the lane, Bryant, like we need one. But <laughs> Step in the wrong direction. <laughs> and they have all kind of um, exercises. They're going to have sales on stuff. And they're encouraging everybody to wear pink this month. Okay. As I sit here in my all black. But I do get, have on pink. You just can't see it. Phew. Do you get a free, like, does the chef cooking or do you get like a pink bra? Yeah, I think he's giving, a, he's giving examples. He's giving samples and he um, is trying to do uh, like, uh, what's that stuff? Healthy. Clean food. Like okay. for people, you know, so that, because a lot of this stuff they say that's in the food is cancer producing. So he's oh. trying to do a little clean cooking. Speaking of clean, I had a Impossible Burger yesterday, not the Whopper. But um, I went to a bar, and the bar had an Impossible Burger on the menu. It was good. Now, it tasted too good to be true. It might have been a burger. <laughs> and they just said, it's, it's, Which bar was this? Can you say? It was in Baltimore. I was up there for the film festival. But um, it it was really good. 
Okay. I, I can I can get behind that. But you know what? I woke up this morning hungry as hell. I think it was like I ate a salad. Plant-based. And the yeah. burger. I was so hungry. <laughs> they but, want you to keep coming back. But it was and good. You will. But it was good. So mm. I can do that. Oh, and they got a new way to drink now. It's like you like they have the um weed infused gummies. They have uh liquor infused like they look like um those pod things that you stick in the refrigerator. I mean in the wash machine. Mm-hmm. It's in a loop. It's in a dissolvable plastic, and you just swallow them, and you can get drunk like that. Does it Some taste like say, anything? It's the liquor is in it, but no, you just drink, you just eat them and get drunk. I think part of the fun is socializing. What are some people saying? <laughs> they like to sip their drink, you know. But um, these are for people. I guess they just want to. You don't know how many I drank. <laughs> I mean, I ate. So, yeah. I don't like it. She on that pod. <laughs> <laughs> what about the woman that boarded the plane without a? A ticket or an ID. How'd she do that? Uh, she said she um threw her, her boarding pass in the trash. And but how did she even get past the gate? See, I think she got I'm past the gate. About. I think she had a, a tag, I mean, a boarding pass to uh-huh. get past the gate. But then I guess, you know, she got something to eat and threw her ticket away. Uh-huh. And they said, it's fine. I'm getting on this plane. It's fine. And she got on. Okay. It's not okay. But it's not. And I don't feel secure. You know? Damn, it don't was, tell me that. It was Delta. Just so you know, if you want to <sighs> not fly Delta anymore. They don't have, I don't know if Delta has those biscotti cookies anyway. That's why I fly American. Do they still give you those? Pwah. <laughs> Do they? <laughs> I remember I went flying one time. I told you I went to sleep before the cookies came around. And um, when I woke up, the lady was already passing. And it was for... A birthday, and I was sitting next to Matt, and I I hit him, and I said, "I know the fuck you didn't let that lady pass through those cookies." And he said, "Brandon," and he like so held his hand me. out, Excuse and he me. he had the cookies in his hand. He said, "I knew you were asleep," and he had, and I said, "I'm, I'm sorry." I know, bag on where I want my cookie. <laughs> and then those Rihanna, biscottis hurt my teeth, though my gums get all raw. You can dip them in coffee or tea, made with that, I like the crunch. that airplane duty water, from what I hear, oh, but. I don't. <laughs> Rihanna turned down the Super Bowl to stand with Kaepernick, and she said she just couldn't see herself performing and being a sellout. Mm-hmm. Well, she's with Rock Nation, so does that kind of like undercut the boss? Here again, I say everybody's entitled to their opinion. She says she wouldn't do it. She didn't. I guess it's like she kind of said, and whoever does do it mm-hmm. is a sellout, including my so- boss. Yeah, she did. She did kind of sell sell out on him, but she stood her ground as far as um, Kaepernick's cause. But could you stand your ground without throwing your boss slash friend under the bus? Well, I think it was. This is how I feel, and then you. That's just your conclusion that well, Jay Z is partnered with them. So are you saying you take it how you want it? This is how I feel. Okay. Yeah, Riri has a right. Mm-hmm. Well. I think we should tell everybody, in case they missed it, what kind of wine we're drinking today. I think you forgot that. It's <laughs> good, too. I like this. What's it called? It's not, It's called Sweet Bitch, <laughs> and I love it. Yeah, it really tastes good. It's a light, sparkly, sweet wine. It is good. It's, Keyword is sweet. It's like water. Well, not yeah. water, like white grape, but I like it. Do you, oh, well, see, here I go. I was going to say, do you have to be female to drink it because it says sweet bitch? But I'm not a bitch, and all bitches can be male or female. Uh-oh, here we so, go. So, <laughs> uh, oh. Yeah, I'm not going to claim that. But it, it's really good. I, I so like try it. Anybody can it. drink it. And it's good. I think you'll enjoy it. So, the Russ Parr 
morning show. Shout out to you guys. You know, we're all local. They did a horoscope a couple weeks ago where one of the horoscopes said, um, stop packing your child's school lunch like it's a full soul. (laughs) (laughs) And I wrote that down as my mom's story because (laughs) whatever my mom made for dinner the night before usually wound up being my lunch the next day at school. Whether it was a pork chop, some lasagna, whatever, he had a full meal. People would sit next to me just to see what I was going to pull out my lunch next. It would always be like, Food, food. I, I I didn't do school lunch. If I did school lunch, it must have been a rough night or something the night before. Oh my gosh, that is so true. I would bring like the box, the Chinese, the carryout box container. The rest of that would be the other half of my lunch. A fortune cookie, I had soy sauce and hot mustard in but the bag. Obviously, somebody else is doing this too for rest part to say that I've cracked up. It was good. I mean, I liked it. I love my pork chops and. <laughs> In high school. <laughs> and, and even then, at the seven-day Adventist school, remember? Yeah, but you got busted. You know, I didn't know anything about seven-day Adventist. You knew better. Brandon just <laughs> pulled out his pork chop and was eating on it. And that teacher said, oh, she told him, she said, honey, he can't bring those kind of things for lunch. And I said, what? what, what? And she said, the pork chop. And I said, oh, that was a beef chop. <laughs> and I was like, I felt so bad lying, but it was like. Go ahead, eat your lunch, baby. Look. But you know, when I went to the summer camp, no, no, and she no. said, I said, oh, it's a beef chop, because that's what you told me. And she said, can I try some? <laughs> and I gave it to her, and she oh, said, ah, this is pork. <laughs> I know oh. she had a bad day at the toilet that day. <laughs> yeah. She probably had to go purge and cleanse with the Lord. Mm. And I loved it. And then when they had those pizzas, and I was wondering why they always made cheese pizza, like they would make the cheese ones. I didn't get it, but yeah, pepper, yeah, I needed my pepperoni. <laughs> I remember they had that uh, nice uh, potato bread, and they had the hot dogs, and it looked like a hot dog, and she it said is, to try one, like and when I bit dog. down, it was that hot dog out the can. Oh, It wasn't good, and it smelled like ramen noodles. Yeah, it was, uh, it was I was like, uh-uh, this, I can't do it. Not with the onions, not with the mustard, mm-mm. It wasn't good. They loved them. Brennan, what's something outrageous a friend has asked you to do? Like a favor? What's the outrageous? Just outrageous. I mean, something that you said, huh? Anything before nine or anything after 10. (laughs) (laughs) Mine was, you know what my request was when my friend asked me to use my car to go do some dirt. Uh And I said, how come you can't use your car? Because I don't want them to see my license plate. What? Mm -hmm. What are they going to see mine? (laughs) Oh, my God. And then the most outrageous thing I've asked somebody to do was my dad. When I asked him if he could get me some birth control, and I saw his face, and I said, in case I get raped. <laughs> and he looked at me like I had four heads. And I just felt like, oh, shoot, this ain't going like I thought. What's up, outrageous you've asked somebody to do? That I when you thought to. about it. But when you thought about it, after you asked them, it was like, why did I ask him to do that? You put me on the spot. I got to think about it at the break. I'm going to put it down, though. But I can't think of anything because I try not to think of anything that I wouldn't want anybody to ask me. Exactly. That's how when you get something outrageous, it kind of throws you off guard. And people look at you like they really think this is a reasonable request. Mm-hmm. They wouldn't have asked you, I guess. Yeah. Um. I, I can't think of anything. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like when people, like, I think I've been asked before, like, if I've gone somewhere like to the grocery store or something, and I've already left, and I'm on the way back, and somebody will say, oh, are you leaving the store? And I'm like, yeah. And they say, oh. And it's that pause. Uh-huh. 
Hey, you Can you go back? back? Yeah, I ain't, <laughs> I ain't asking no why. Uh-uh, I don't want to know why. I'm not, yeah. I mean, that's about it. I can't think of anything else. I probably just laughed. I can't even, probably just laughed it right on now and don't even remember. You know I'm not doing that. I can't think of it. I'm going to put it down, though. Okay. So, wrong words for the week. I just oh, my say, God. What? I just had one doozy. What? Okay. You know how you take a little walk in the park and you just walk and you come upon this little sitting area known as a gazebo? Well, I had a friend tell me he took a walk in the park with this girl and he said, we stayed out for a couple hours. It was really nice. We sat in the gazebo <laughs> and then he kept talking and I was like holding the phone to my chest like, <laughs> and then I came back and said, uh-huh. And that's where he sat with his friend in the Zebo and they talked and laughed. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> well, somebody was telling me that the way that their steak is able to able to cook thick steaks for so long and they still come out juicy mm-hmm. is because they marinize them. Yes. And you have to marinize it overnight. You must. So that, and then you leave it out and then you put it in the stove. Yes. So that. <laughs> and marinization. Right. Tenderizes. Right. So said you, meat. So marinizing it, it comes out just you know just as tender as if just you were to. Not, yes. <laughs> oh, I love it. Mm. Okay. Look at us. We almost. Running up on that uh, line them up time. Oh, Jesus Christ. What's wrong? Yeah. Uh, you okay? Ah! <laughs> Are you going to make it this time? I'm good, but I don't know if some people going to be going to be my friend. Oh. Well, mm-hmm. I'm going to homecoming, so I'm going to try to give some rules. I might be in the same boat as you. We might be at homecoming together. Damn. Okay. Do you have all yours? or? I do have five, but some of them, they may not, you know, yeah, they, they may, may not qualify, but still. Mm-hmm. But I got, like I said, I got, you ain't the only one with a buzzer bell and all that kind of stuff. I got my own bell. I think our listeners are hearing too much ringing. I think they would prefer. And you know what? Um, I want to just call out some people. Uh, I would like to call out Matt on the carpet to just, uh, whenever you available, just let us know. Because we want you to be a, a guest on this show. I want you to be a guest. I dare you to be a guest. He's looking forward to it. He has some notes. Oh, he's looking forward to it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Come on, baby. Come on, Matt. All right. Line them up. Cletus. Line them up. All right. Since you started, I'll go first. How come everyone I know can speed 80 miles per hour <laughs> and get a 65, but as soon as I do it, if I go 66 and a 65, woo, 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 every time. Why, though? What, what am I doing differently? But all my fr- most of my friends are, I didn't say all of them, most of my friends are black too, so what's the difference? I think it's a little discrimination. I think they see a, a black man driving a, you know, a pretty nice car, he's young, and now all of a sudden, pull him over, that ain't his car. That's not right. I don't like it. All right, I went on the cell phone usage in public places. Well, now we got cell phone usage at the spa again when I'm trying to relax. But let's add a Subway sandwich to this. <laughs> My friend next to me was eating her Subway sandwich while she talked on the phone. So not only did I hear, mm, what girl? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then <laughs> she had all the onions in the store and pickles, and it smelled of the whole damn and I'm so mad about it. And she done excited my mouth and I didn't get to, I wasn't invited to the party. <laughs> Rude. All right, here's homecoming. So, you know, we're getting a little older now. Um, homecoming tailgating is from 12 to four. 
For some reason, there's a six hour lapse in time before the after party starts at 10. What the hell are we supposed to do for six hours? We, I mean, we gonna eat, we gonna sit, it's time for us. You know, we only in our mid thirties, but it's time to go home. We ain't staying there for six hours. What the hell are we supposed to do? Everybody's like, what y'all about to do? Y'all supposed to party out the parking lot. With no music? They cut the music off at four. But y'all need to bring your music. You know, we, we are bringing music. Speakers and stuff. We, we got portable speakers, but no, nobody's waiting six hours for the after party. We going home. We tired. Yeah, right. Party at my house, y'all. I want to talk about Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A going to cause a, a riot out here. I went to Chick-fil-A at lunchtime, which is a mistake anyway, but they had an entrance that had people entering from both ways, and you got to merge, and who going first? Well, this ain't church. You know how you let one person in, one person in. One person would go in, somebody was right on their bumper, uh-uh, like you're not getting in. Then the cars who weren't even going to Chick-fil-A had to go around you. And, and then, okay, then they're gonna take your order. The girls are walking out in the parking lot to take your order and cars are behind you going, ha, cars, because they want you to pull up so they can get on in the parking lot. And then they get you up there and say, here's your this, 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 and this, and this. Have a blessed day. I'm like, fuck you, I'm mad now, you know, because I done waited, man. Side note, I like when you go off book. That's good. See, now that you should, you should thank Matt. Is this but, uh, it's on, Yeah, you should thank <laughs> Matt. All right, Matt, thank you. <laughs> this was good. I like when you go off book. All right, back to the show. Homecoming rule number two. <laughs> We're all here to come home, to remember, you know, the good times, just have fun. So when you get there, don't start no shit. No. I've been gone from Towson for about 12 years. So whatever beef you have from 12 years ago, it's 12 years old. That's about old enough for you to have a kid in middle school by now. Let it the fuck go. I've let it go, you do it. That boyfriend, that girlfriend that she want to see if they still got it, you know they married now. Don't start no shit. We're here to have fun. Have fun with the people you came with. Don't bring no drama to homecoming. Bring yourself in a bottle and then meet me under the tent. If it could be a home going. All right, let's talk about dressing for an event. Does anybody but me pull out everything in their closet before they go to an event? It looks like I'm going on vacation. <laughs> I got to wear, should I wear this long sleeve dress? Or maybe the short one, because it was kind of hot. Flat shoes, should I wear my boots? Or should I wear a heel? Oh, that makes my legs look good. <laughs> oh my God, now I'm like, oh well, at least it's helping me get my closet cleaned out, because everything is out on the bed now. So when I put it back in, I just put in what I really need, because half the shit I can't even wear. Do you do that? We're going to talk about that for homecoming rules. I got another one. Okay. But speaking of, before we get to that, homecoming rule. <laughs> It's going to be plenty of alcohol floating around. Mm -hmm. And we're going to be there at least from 12 to 4. Some of y'all might stay for that after party. Uh -oh. Pace yourselves. Homecoming is not a sprint. It's a marathon. <laughs> I like to go and have fun, too. I do not want to watch any of my friends fall out on the ground, and now I can't enjoy myself because I got to make sure nobody's sticking nothing in your ear or robbing you or whatever. I don't want you throwing up in my car, so you won't be sleeping in there. I don't want to have to carry you around. Which I'll do because we're friends. However, be considerate of the other people there. So stop mixing your beers, your vodkas, your uh -huh. shots. Some of y'all eat those edibles. You know who you God. are. Be careful. Black folks, y'all got some characteristic names known only to you. A lot of times it seems like your parents done ran out of names, so they done gone through the alphabet. Why we got the BBs, the CCs, the DDs, on down to Zay? Because it, you know, the Z. And also, some of you can't even get a job based on your name. Everybody got to have a Kia. And everybody gets the connotation that 
Kia. Oh, no, we're going to skip over her because we know who Kia is. Mm -hmm. Kishi. Yeah, uh-huh. But then I got a girl in my job. Her name is Monisha. I just thought Monisha kind of looked like me. When she came around the corner, Monisha was an Indian. And she told me that's a very popular name in India. My eyes was big because I was like, what? <laughs> so anyway, I say you can't judge a book by its cover. You can't judge a book by its name. That's funny. I met a, um, a Letitia. And uh -huh. she was white when I went upstairs. I said, well, oh, where, what? where did Letitia sit? <laughs> and she said, it's, it's Letitia. Yes, and I said, no. Letitia, bitch. Letitia. Yeah, you either going to be or you're not. Y'all right. Finally, speaking on your point, homecoming rule. Stunt appropriately. What's that? Stunting is looking good. Dressing appropriate. Dress oh, appropriate. Stunt. Okay. If it's gonna be cold, like it's gonna be in Towson in the '60s, uh -huh. fellas, I know you know things have changed. You may have been hitting the gym since you graduated, but leave the white beaters to Instagram. It's too cold for that. Don't go shirtless. You can leave all your geek to chic abs on Instagram. It's no time for that when it's 60 degrees and it's gonna be 40 degrees at night. Right. I know Baby, you want to show off, jacket. ladies. Don't wear a shirt as a dress and then go out there talking about it's cold. But that's cute on that because we want. Okay, and then can you know you can't? I dressed for this. If it's gonna be heels, you don't wear your heels. Right, because then you're gonna talk, you're gonna fall, right, and we're gonna watch you, and we're gonna laugh, and now you're gonna be on Instagram for all the wrong reasons. And I'm not picking your ass up all night. <laughs> Fellas, no fresh J's on the field. We're gonna be on the field this year. Don't wear your Jordans, and then you're mad because you got grass stains on them. You knew it. So be, be smart when you flex. Dress appropriate. Ah, uh, let's talk about the alcohol at the social events. Now, a drunk mouth speaks a sober heart. So that just means you saying to me what you really want to say anyway. You just blaming it on, oh, I had a little bit too much to drink. So I told her, yeah, bitch, that dress make you look fat. When you asked me that question, I told her the answer. But I, I was drunk when I said that. <laughs> and when I said, mm, baby, you still ugly. Because I oh. remember you from when we was at home, you know, when we went to Towson. And you still ugly. But of course, I was drinking when I said that. And also, when I crashed your car, oh, it really was alcohol this time. That was the alcohol that made me end up in the tree. I don't know how I got up in there. So just watch the alcohol, y'all, and drink responsibly. Talk to the paint drive. I don't really talk a lot. You don't? No. I mean, for this, yeah. But. That's funny because a lot of people who are shy say that when they come on stage or something, they just light up and they are a whole different person. Yeah, like stepping. So what would I do on stage? I guess get shy? You know, I think you would just be yourself. You would thrive probably. It's just, I don't know. I can't stop. Like your actor. Shut the fuck up is what people are saying to me most of the time, I feel. <laughs> I can't. I can't. I can't. All right. So I don't know if you're familiar with Amanda Seals. What? What? Yeah. I don't know if you're familiar. <laughs> what she was saying was she didn't know that we were recording. We're back. But um, Amanda Seals is an actress. Um, she's famous for some roles in Nickelodeon, a show that you probably didn't watch. Amanda Seals, has she been on The Real? The Real? Yeah. She, I okay. like her. Okay, well, that makes one. Um, apparently, Black Hollywood isn't feeling her too much. Um, there's a... What she do? So there's a party that is thrown for Black uh, Emmy nominees and Black, Black Hollywood. Yeah. But um, it's thrown by someone who doesn't like her. Uh -oh. And two years, well, I think last year, it was the same party. And when she got to the door, she was there. She said she was there with Jill Scott. And the lady came to the door and said, I don't have time for this, Amanda. I'm not doing this today. But she got into the party. She just, you mm -hmm. know. And the lady's um, Issa Rae's publicist, I think, something like that. Yeah, that's who gets But they're, but they're friends. 
Uh-huh. Because they're on the same show. Uh-huh. And so she went and told her, like, hey, you know, your publicist was kind of mean to me. And Issa Rae apparently said, hey, this is her party. You know, I want, you know, whatever you all have going on. I don't want to get in the middle of it. You should go talk to her. So Amanda was, that's what Amanda, Amanda Sales said. Well, anyway, so anyway, the party happened again this uh-huh. year. So you already don't like some, or somebody doesn't like you. Uh-huh. And they already had a problem with you coming to the party last year. I want to come. So this year, <laughs> the party happens again. Uh-huh. And Jesse Williams, you know him, right? Yeah. He said, oh, you know, come on. And so she said, oh, okay. So remember, it's not Jesse Williams' party. It's Issa Rae's publicist party. However, Hold if on. you get an invitation that says plus one, you can bring whoever the fuck you want to bring. He has a girlfriend. So- he brought his girlfriend. Well, what about her plus one? Do they? He get probably a plus assumed. One? Oh, come on in, you know, Black Hollywood, come in. I hope to see you there. So blame Jesse Williams. Don't blame me. I so now Jesse come- Williams gonna be there next year talking about it's W I L L I A. I don't see your name, sir. But um, mm. so she gets to the door and she said it's a white woman that's telling her I can't come in. And, you know, she's making a big deal. A white woman is telling me I can't get into a black Hollywood party. How does that look? How does that look? And so the lady said she works for me. And yes, I told her you can't get in. Also, you're going to be the bad bitch tonight. But then the guy from New Edition, the New Edition movie said, oh, that's crazy. Come on. So they go in. She's walking towards her co her coworkers at Insecure, and the bodyguard the bounces to her, "Ma'am, you you've been asked to leave. You have to leave." So she leaves the party. She should have serpentine. Now she's just, "Are you serious? It takes four men to get me out of here. It takes four men." So they, she goes home, and now she's saying, "You know, she thought that was messed up, and none of her coworkers stood up for her, and this and that." But one of the guys from the um, show tweeted something pretty much that said, "You don't get to be a piece of shit and expect people to vouch for you at the door." Why would he call her a piece of shit? Has she done something? Um, she has interesting takes on a lot of stuff. She's very opinionated, but like I said, it's her opinion. And I, but and I guess if it's my party, I have the right to invite who I do and do not want, and yeah. they should not or should be there, going by what I say. So going back to the opinion, you can have, like you said, you can have whatever opinion you want. Yeah. My hard thing, my problem is, and that's what I wanted to talk about. Would you go to a party? that you weren't invited to the year before, would you try to go back to it the next year? Right? I mean, no, no matter who invited you. That's happened between me and the host, and now it's all squashed. But other than that, no. That's embarrassing. It is. And um, that, Amanda, you can come to my party. I'm having one. She might be acting on our web series soon. Keep yeah, well, fucking up with everybody. I, like, I really liked her. I felt her. Is she? What is she, like Cuban? or She's got something in her because she started talking that talk. and mm. she. I like her. So I was going to ask, have you ever been invited to a party or gone to a party where you weren't invited? No. Uh-uh. Only if I was going there looking for trouble. Okay. You know, if I was going there to fight somebody or going there. And that was that in younger days. But now, no. If I wasn't invited, I'm not going. I just remember, I didn't go. It wasn't like I was invited to a party, but um, in college, Jennifer, if you're listening, I'm talking to you. Me, Jennifer, and maybe another friend. I can't remember who. I just remember it was definitely Jennifer because we were in um, her dorm. But it was um, some one of her roommates came by to the room and said, hey, there's a party going on down the hall and they have like free booze and, you know, anybody can just get a cup. Uh-huh. And I, she was like, oh, Jennifer was like, oh, let's go down there. We, we don't have anything. Let's go. And I was like, are you sure? Because it's not our party. And she said, oh, it's fine. You know, we do this all the time. We right. just leave our doors open and we're having a party. Uh-huh. And so we get in there and it's like a white frat. And ah. so I walked there. They look like, who the hell is and you this? And you all standing out. And so Jennifer said, come on, come on. So we go, into the, we go to the uh, the cooler and get something to drink. Five dollars. 
No, and they were fine. I mean, they were okay, but it just looked like everybody was like, who invited them? And so when we left, you could hear the door lock behind us. <laughs> and I said, I told you we wanted to fight. That is funny. Snap what you say is what you do. <laughs> we just bust out laughing. We had our beard off, but we bust out that laughing. It's hilarious. Oh, click, click. Branded. And then I thought about this girl posted on Twitter. They asked, like, what's the most embarrassing thing that ever happened to you at a party? <laughs> but it was worse. This girl said she went to a party. She said, I wasn't really invited, but my friend told me I could come, like, as her plus one. Uh-huh. And they, they were playing plus one. They were playing games. And she said they went, and it was a couple of girls there that don't like her. And they played Truth or Dare. Yeah. And she said, you know, I wanted to try to break everybody out of a- answering the questions. So I was like, oh, I'll, I'll do a dare to make it fun. So she said, dare. And she said, one of the girls said, I dare you to go home. Oh, got you. Got you, Brandon. She said, her mouth dropped. But she said, she just left. She said, she wanted to fight. But she said, I'm just going to go home. That is funny, Brandon. I think they were going to dare somebody to slap her or something. Oh, they dared her Oh, leave. Brandon. <laughs> That was a good one. And that's when they had that picture. Remember Holly Berry crying when she won her award? Oh, my God. <laughs> that's what they had. Brandon. That is so funny. I love it. But what, another question that came from that, since her coworkers, she was very upset that her coworkers didn't take up for her and say, like, she can stay. Has there ever been a time that you expected a friend to stick up for you in your absence or, like, when something was happening and they didn't or... You know, see, that happens when you have, I guess, a lot of friends or people that you consider friends. I have one person that I go around with. We are like ride or dies. And that's still now. I feel like we, the old, old housewives, you know how Evelyn Lozada and all them fight. We are like that for each other. So there will never be a time that she and I don't stick up for each other. Even if she wrong as rain. But when we get in the room, I might say, why you do that shit? I had to fuck her up for nothing. You was really wrong. <laughs> mm-hmm. But um, in public, oh, no. Mm-hmm. Uh-uh. So, no, I haven't had anybody that I really value that didn't stick up for me. Because mm-hmm. they know I'm going to fight them. I can only think of one time. But it was a funny story. Like, it was a good, he, he stuck up for me. It was, we were at a wedding. And um, Matt was at my table. And there was some other people at the table. And we both heard, like, we were talking, having a side conversation, and we both heard, like, on the other end of the table, something, 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 Brandon, something. And we looked, and he said, what was that? And I said, I don't know. But anyway, I went to the bathroom later on, and he said, the other side of the table said, is Brandon okay? He's kind of quiet lately. And he said, no, nah, he just heard y'all talking about him. What's up with that? See, there you go. That's right. And so when I got back to the table, he said, Oh, everything's fine. It was fine. I I wasn't even thinking about it. He just asked, like, he just brought it up anyway. It's going to come up. But I I, I just said, I just said, No, it's fine. I'm not thinking about it. But he, when I went to the bathroom, he said, Oh, we're going to get this together. That's right. Get it straight. I like that. Yes. So that was funny. But then another thing, if I heard my name, I'm going to be like, Huh? Cause I can't let it ride like that. I have. It took me a minute to get there. I'm here now. Yeah, cause I am. I'm like Brandon. What <laughs> or Vicky? What? It took me a minute. Yeah, yeah. but it's. I'm over here. now. Yeah, we here. here. Don't do that. So, keeping on with the keeping on. <laughs> um, did you hear there was an article that a mom wrote to try to encourage other moms out there to write letters to their teachers to have their kids opt out of homework. Opt out of homework. So listen, I printed it off so I can read it. You know, I got my notes now like they do on the talk shows. Um, she 
pretty much says, I'm taking from the from her blog. Her name is Heather Shoemaker. And she says, paraphrase, quite simply, I believe homework has no place in a young child's life. The trouble is the American education system doesn't agree with me. Homework starts in preschool in many cases and only goes up from there. They even, some have established quotas, 10 minutes per grade. My son is in third grade, which means 30 minutes a day. What a surefire way to get kids to hate school. Elementary age kids don't need homework. For seven hours, they've, they've had to focus on ap- academic sides of their brains with grownups telling them what to do. When school is out, it should be all caps, out. Kids need to get other needs met. So she goes down and says, if my kid gets 10 to 11 hours of sleep every night because he's in bed by 7.30 or 8, he should be spending his time building tree forts, dancing on logs, running, jumping, prying things of levers, negotiating with other kids. And then lastly, she puts in her letter that she wrote to her kids' teachers. My view is homework interrupts learning. It gives Homework tends to give school and learning a bad name. And when given to young kids, learn to resent it instead of value. You know, she got a point, though. She got a point that I think um, too much homework, especially too much, does cause undue stress to kids and also to parents that have to help them with it. In addition to getting dinner, getting lunches packed for the next day, getting baths and all that kind of stuff. So she may be on to something. Maybe homework should just be on Wednesday or, you know, one day a week. Um, uh, It might not be a bad idea. And like you said, kids get a good night's sleep. You, you know, you grinding all while you're at school, all during the next day. But um, homework, it might be something to that. My thing. Yeah, I get that. And then the kids, they have to recheck their parents helping them with their homework. Uh, well, see, that's why I'm saying it should be done in school with people <laughs> that two know. two hours to do 30 minutes of math. Of wrong math. <laughs> <laughs> I but to... I mean, it does. It keeps kids outside. Maybe you can play outside a little bit longer, burn that energy up, come yeah, in, they get don't your play in your bath. They're yeah. straight to the phone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But um, what was I going to say? Oh, the the backpacks are too heavy. That's what I noticed when I got to high school. Every right. class gave homework. Again, it's like all those books home. Mm-hmm. It was heavy. I think that's the problem. But now they got the internet. You don't even need a book almost. Sorry, just a bug. But um, just a little net. She got it. But um, yeah, you have so you have the I say like, you have the bugs. You have the books. You have um, we're doing the show. We have. Um, the amount of time it takes yeah. to do the homework. I think some schools, they do alternate. Like you might have math Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and then you have your science and your history homework Tuesday and Thursday. Mm-hmm. So you don't get all your homework on the same day. I mean like 10 problems if you have math or just something to keep you your mind active. But practice. not to, yeah. Because how are you going to grasp practice. the concept if you don't? Right, yeah. right. I mean, and then you have people like me who, Still didn't grasp the concept, and they took the books home. Right, so it really doesn't help. It doesn't it's going to help, or is not going to help. And the back problems and stuff it was causing, like you said, with the books. But now you got the internet, so you probably don't even need a book. But she might be onto something. How they keep writing in, baby? How do you? But how do you measure the learning? Like, I guess you would have to try it out. How would you measure that learning? If you learning get an A, if place? you get a B, if you get a C, I know. So I guess you would stop. I think it would be a good way to like test it out with like some of the kids at honors. Who's going to be in the group that has homework and who's going to be in the group that doesn't? I'm thinking if you're in honors, well, number one, it's an incentive to like, you know. To, be, to get into the to honors. Get to honors. Yeah, that's true. Um, And you may not need as much homework because you're already at, you a, at a higher level. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that might be a way to test it out. So homework for dummies and <laughs> if you already got it, yeah. That's one way to put it. Okay. And plus, you know, on the teacher side, like they always say, they're not getting paid what they all should be getting paid. So why should you have to correct all that just 
to not now, get you know, paid. I'm down like, for that. I ain't doing nothing. I'm not getting paid for right. No homework for nobody. <laughs> Honors or dummies. <laughs> you got it. Yeah. So let us. Um, that's gonna be our question. We're gonna poll the the order. Uh huh. That's a good. Do point. you guys think that we should reduce homework or eliminate it, or what do you think is an alternative to giving kids homework? We're gonna poll that this week. Okay. Okay. That sounds like a good one. Our last one. The baby versus the people. Da, 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 mm. So the baby um, recently, the baby was recently um, performing where he, I want to say he pushed, he pushed <laughs> the woman. She was trying to get like a, a, a snap or Instagram story of her like dancing with the baby. Uh-huh. And she tried to bend over and like was twerking on him. And I guess, I think he has a girlfriend or whatever. I don't, even if he doesn't, she was twerking on him and he pushed her. Mm-hmm. Um, which is lighter than what's happened in other cases because I don't know if you all have seen where a girl tried to touch him or like he went, she tried to touch him and he, the bodyguard backed him off, backed her off and she hit the baby in the back of the head. So the bodyguard punched her and his defense was he didn't know she was a woman, which makes it even worse. <laughs> but I mean, she could have got punched, but he pushed her off and he is known to be aggressive. Like he'll come in the crowd and like if people get too close and touching on him, He'll push them or like he'll say, get off me. He's told like guys grabbing on his chain. He'll punch because, you know, people try to snatch your chain. Right, right. So my question is, if you're a performer or you're a celebrity and you're out in public, do you have the expectation that you're going to get touched? Should you have that expectation? Why is the baby in touching distance, though? I mean, if you coming out off the stage, I would think you would stay on the stage so that. It's less likely that would happen. Some people get on stage anyway. I don't know how, but mm-hmm. but I'm saying if you come down in the crowd, it's more likely that somebody's going to try to touch you or do that. It's more likely, but I mean, does that mean that you should do it? Well, I, I think his bodyguards need to be more on their job because nobody he shouldn't have to the leader pushing and punching and all to them. I think they're nervous though because that punch got caught on camera. So I think everybody's like, why are the baby's bodyguards doing this to women? And so I think they were kind of like, I want to help you, but I don't need another one of these. Mm. But I, I was saying, like uh, my friends and I were talking about it and I was saying that it kind of re- it reminds me of like a woman because uh, one of the ladies in our circle was saying, well, why are you going in the in the crowd if you don't want to get touched? Right. But at the same time, it's like telling a woman, why are you going in the club wearing that dress if you don't want to get danced on? Uh, but, Brady, you know what? What's the I difference? hear what you say. What's yeah. the difference? But the baby is a star, and you know he is, like, sought after. So because I'm a star, you get to touch me? You know people want to. Everybody wants to affiliate themselves with a star. Like you said, she wanted to get a, that shot. So she could put it on her Instagram. I was with the baby. Okay. Even if she wasn't. You're a beautiful woman. You go to the club. I want to. You know I want to touch you because you have on that outfit. You can't touch me. Everybody and you can't touch, touch the baby. Me. But did he get charged with anything? No, not probably not yet. But she, you know, she probably, when he pushed me, my neck, I had a, I had a whiplash. Yeah, I don't blame him. My neck is sore as shit. My neck is sore just watching it. Because I swear to see, you know, I swung around. I wonder, could I sue? You know, you can't. Okay. So what are we what are we gonna say about this one? How are we gonna end this one off? I I I don't think he should be out there if he don't want to get touched. I know what your feeling Keep is. Keep your hands to yourself. That's what you tell guys about touching on women. Keep your hands to yourself. He need to stay on the stage then. You know wow. somebody's gonna touch him. Oh wow. But I mean, okay, suppose the crowd starts charging him or pushes and I fall into him. I'm the one that's gonna get the punch because they push me 
into it. He might push back, yeah. That's and that's gonna be me because I'm in the front row. Because you know I like the good seats. But anyway, <laughs> huh. yeah, baby need to stay on the stage. Uh, I don't know. You know, he was acting like a baby. That's, 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 you know, be a grown man. You could just tell people to get back, get off of me, whatever. He does. I've seen him say, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, well, that's, <laughs> talk is, you know, you could do all that. But after I pushed you. Because I think they were trying to climb up on the stage and he pushed them down. Step <laughs> on their fingers what when the they on the stage. Yeah, that's what you do. That's how you do. Yes. I don't know. Uh-huh. I don't think you should. Well, okay. So you, we, we can... Agree to disagree yeah, and still love each other, I yeah. think. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I guess we're going to take a break here. Okay. Do you need good. some time to get some wine? Or yeah, I need to. Before yeah. I finish my. Well, you ain't touched yours. I thought you well, liked I it. I think you go to the bathroom, too. No, I feel to put some more in it. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, so you're going to. Go to the bathroom yeah, and come back. Take a break. Oh, speaking of the bathroom, people loved your, um, your bathroom story last week. <laughs> What happened in the bathroom? Well, you had the you had your latte, your frappe, and oh you couldn't make it. Oh, God. Lord have mercy. That wasn't even funny. That was some real stuff that happened to me. <laughs> All right. Taking a break. Guess what? What? I am going to stop <laughs> cursing, except uh, okay. when it's necessary. So, every day. It, you know, there's some occasions that's going to bring it out. But for the most part, I'm going to stop cursing because I feel... And you tell me how you feel. Cursing is for small-minded people. That's yeah. for people who can't think of anything else to say, so they revert to cursing because they think it'll piss the person off more, which is true sometimes, and that's why you must do it. May and Now that I think about it, I might not be able to do that. But this is my goal. I'm going to strive to stop cursing because, you know, um, why should I stop? I don't know. Well, I'm not, I'm not joining you on this journey. I, I think it's a good. I'm going to try it. I'm going to try it because I think to me, other than that, I'm probably near perfect. So I'm going to stop cursing and see if I can just go ahead and just be the total picture of perfection. Yeah, I'm getting a little something different over here. I feel like when you curse, it's just an adjective or, you know, it's a sentence enhancer. Uh huh. It, it, it is. It doesn't do anything. I mean, who said that is wrong? They didn't. Okay, if you say it's not wrong, how come we don't curse at church? How come we don't curse in, at our job? You have to find other words to use. Some pastors I know curse. That's neither here nor They curse and in then the they, You know they do. In the sermon? Uh, we've heard it a couple of times. I mean, they don't do it all the time. But, but... And I think they said they didn't, they were just, they don't, I ain't never heard no cursing pastor in the pulpit. Okay. Yeah, you have. You, well, I guess y'all want to say the name, but we'll talk later. Yes, you have. Oh. But I mean, it don't, it doesn't matter. I just think it's, it's but I'm saying sentence. when you're at work, if you're in a meeting and if something can piss you off in a meeting, you don't curse in the meeting. Some people do curse in meetings. I don't because I feel like I'm trying to be professional and maybe because I'm not the boss. See, cursing but if I was not if I was a boss, then I would say whatever I wanted to. But because I'm not in a position of leadership. Everybody has a boss though. You know that's gonna But if I'm the your... boss in the in the room, mm-hmm. then I would say what I wanted. I'm not though, I'm an employee. But wouldn't you think more of the boss who could get their point across without using that? No. Because I feel like if the boss allows it, then it's acceptable for everybody. Oh, it's just a free fall, and then y'all yeah. just cussing up a motherfucking storm. Yeah. So I feel. I mean, I don't see the problem with it. I, I don't think it's anywhere that said is wrong. Like, who came up with shit and said, "Oh, don't say that." Who came up? Are curse words in a dictionary? I think they probably added them as shit meaning yeah something other than doo doo. And like people say, it's in the Bible. Fuck isn't in the Bible, right? So. 
You only give it as much. When you hear bitch in the Bible, it's talking about, isn't it a dog or ass is some kind of animal? I wouldn't say bitch is a curse word. I think nobody wants to be called a dog or, you know, you know, nobody wants to be called a dog or wants to be thought of as weak or less than. But still, even when you say you dog, it don't come off like you. Yeah, because there's a whole different meaning that we've put on it. So what we we say cursing only has meaning because we gave it meaning. Right. You can curse all day. It, like you said, I don't, don't even know what you're talking that. about. It has no meaning. It's not in a dictionary. Right. So you're over there babbling, babbling idiot, just talking about something that means nothing. But you know what it means. <laughs> you know what it means when I say don't it. Play with me. <laughs> you know what it means when I say it. Try me again. <laughs> yes, I, I mean. Well, I'm, I'm going to try it. I, I, I'm going to try it. Yeah. And I did all my stuff early in the show. That's why I left this to the end because I didn't want to have to go through the whole show mm-hmm. you know, trying this new me out. Okay. Let me see your bell just in okay. case because we got one more segment. Oh. <laughs> just to remind you. Okay. okay. It should be a gentle segment though. Okay. So, I'm going to tell my mama. Thanks for writing us. Miss um, Vicky, have you ever let a friend move in with you as an adult? Mm. I have a friend who has joked more than once that if I ever needed a roommate, he's available. He's going through a hard time and chipping in on my mortgage in lieu of him paying a whole rent will probably be beneficial for us both financially, but I don't want any issues to come up. I don't want my friend to struggle if I have the room. So is the extra money I'd be saving worth the headache? Just because you're asking a question to me, it sounds like you really don't want to do it. Because if I say do it, but you're not feeling it in your heart, you're not going to do it. What is this a girl or a goddess right now? This is a guy writing, and another guy said he would move in if he wanted him to. Um, why is, does the guy not have enough money to get his own place anyway? And what's going to ensure that he's going to pay you, you know, when the rent is due, and then that's going to mess up a friendship? I've had roommates, and more times than not, it doesn't work out. I had one good roommate, and he died. So, I, I, <laughs> okay, you know. watch it to throw that in. There. <laughs> But he did. That was the best roommate I ever had. And since then, nobody has come behind him that has been worth the, the trouble. Mm-hmm. So for me, I'm not renting nothing to nobody. I know I have space. Yes. Even the cleaning lady came and said, Miss Vicky, you stay here by yourself? I know I could see it in her mind. She was filling all them rooms up. But I was like, uh-uh, uh-uh. <laughs> so, and I know you know people need help. They just getting off the over the border and all. They want some place to stay, but they ain't not going to stay here. Mm-hmm. So Even if they not over the border. You can live down across the D.C. Maryland border. <laughs> that's not, true. That's true. Yeah, I'm done. Over here. You know, that roommate thing has its time, too. I'm too old and probably set my ways. I don't, I want everybody in the house by 10 because I don't want to hear that door. And that ting, ting from the alarm, somebody's coming in. I, I got everybody clean their table off and, and put their stuff in the dishwasher. It's like you be back at home with your mother. You might want to stay where you are, man. But what about close to retirement? Like two people that are close to retiring don't want to have to split Pay that whole mortgage. What about that? That's right. It works for different reasons for different times. I'm at a time in my life where I'm independent I'm okay. as I'm as I need to be, <laughs> and so <laughs> I don't I don't really need the help. Money's not. It's not even worth it. Yeah. It's not even worth it. But yeah, later on, now if I need some help. That's different. They need to, they need to no, but me. I'm saying oh. if it's if it's gonna benefit me, you moving in with me is not helping me at all. I was making it fine before you came, and I'm gonna continue to make it. On my own. Mm-hmm. But the only thing I'd be doing is letting you stay with me for a while till you get on your proverbial feet. Mm-hmm. But um, a lot of people don't get on their feet, huh? And then what? Then well, they do, but other. not at the agreed upon time. So then the price goes up. Right. <laughs> 
Yeah, and then it's hard to get them out. Don't let them put that address on that bill or something. They well, gonna they gotta have that, they gotta have that bill. Code. They need to have that post office box or something because once they get their name, they like squatters. <laughs> so no, 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 no. See, you learn a lot when you do this stuff. Mm-hmm. So my, I vote no. I think just because of you know some of the roommates that you had, it makes me say no too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I would rather say no. Um, and I don't want a roommate. I, it's not like I want a slave. I want somebody that's going to cut the grass. I want somebody that's going to take the trash out. You know, I, you're going to have to do some She's things to say, hey, yes, yes. Oh, what? No. See? Mm-hmm. We can't make them too comfortable. Yeah, I don't think it's worth it. And then, you know, I'm at the age where my friends still like to go out and stuff. And I don't want, oh, how come y'all didn't just ride together? We ain't talking right now. <laughs> and don't eat my leftovers. That's going to get you killed. I don't think. Killed. Well, I was. I was going to say, I don't think any of my friends were, and then I had to take it back. Somebody might have just... Yeah, don't eat my leftovers that I'm coming in. I mean, it was just one shrimp. <laughs> I was going to have a salad with that, you know? You, so You just need more lettuce and less shrimp. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh-uh. So you, you agree, too? You don't want to remake? It depends on the person. I think there's some people, and I, maybe that sounds bad, and maybe I'm putting it out there, but you know, but I mean, you know, but I think yeah. every, I don't think that's a bad thing to say. You know who you can who you can room with. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, even when you go on vacation, right? Who's gonna stay in your room? Who's gonna make it fun? And who's going? Oh God, how's this going to go? Right. So to do that for a longer period of time, yeah. And I don't, you know, I don't like people anyway. <laughs> and just just day it's to just day. When I come home, I want to come home to my home and just be me. You know, walk around freely with or without clothes. You know, you just it's just certain things you can and can't do when somebody else is living with you. And it's not even that. I don't know. What did you do to me? Not like in a bad way, but I think you did something where I just come home and I just don't want to talk. I don't want to talk when I get home. I don't want to talk when I wake up. I think I you listened up. to me yak for so many years. That yeah, like when just... I had to stay and wait for the house to get built. And I would stay, I would stay at my mom's house, y'all. And as soon as I wake up, you know, that's the one thing I don't like. Hi. And she's, hey, Ray, hey, Ray, have a good day. Uh, and then as soon as, you know, you've been sitting in traffic and my mom is at home playing Candy Crush because she didn't work that day. And I'm sitting in traffic tired after working. And she, Brad, it's my Brad at the door. It's Brad. And I'm like. Give me a minute. Oh, I got to call and say, oh, Brand, when you come in, oh, Dad, I thought you were still a traveler. Did I see you? I was like, I thought I was going to ask you to bring something for dinner. Uh-huh. And then you just looking. See, that's that request that somebody asks you as soon as you get in the house. Can, can you go back out and get something? I, and I've been home all day. But, I'm, but Brand, I'm old. So that, you know. You're not that old all day? Uh-huh. <laughs> it, it just takes a while to get going. Like I was saying, eight hours and pains and... And I got to rub my oil down and soak and then put a hot pack on it. You should it. probably soak once you get back from getting dinner. Huh? And then you can just stay but in the see, house and soak. we have all that eating dash or what's it called? Door dash. Door dash. I don't have it over here either. They don't come in the boonies. Uber. Ooh. They don't come in the boonies. Door to dash, doesn't it? Door to dash. <laughs> Door, Door dash. dash. Oh. <laughs> Door to dash, yeah. <laughs> they, um, they don't come to the boonies. It's something wrong with this bill. I think it's a it's, you got to take the tag it's off. A it's, it should ring harder than that. even for a dollar. It's got to ring harder. <laughs> it's people taking clothes off that shake harder than this bill does. <laughs> this ain't working. That bill is so cute. I said, oh, when I saw it, I was like, the Lord made me see that bill because He was saying you don't have to be treated like that because Brandon just abuses me with that buzzer. Where is it? I'm getting anxiety. I don't use it anymore. I, I plug it in. Don't you notice when you listen to the line about that? I thought it was still over there. Mm. 
Oh, okay. I'm a digital abuser now. <laughs> oh, so you were abusing me probably during this one. I didn't know. I, no, I'm not going to cut you off because I think I went over a couple times too. Oh, because you're doing it now. Well, you do it all the time. Uh, yeah, but why we can't, why can't you agree with me for once that you like this song? I don't know it. Oh my God, Jeremiah and... um. Oh, Wallace. Yeah, Wallace. That man, I like him. There's an album out. Have you heard Wale. it? I don't know. I just heard that one. And I like when he starts that rapping. Wale, he's soothing to me. He 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 makes me feel some things when I when Wale is singing, rapping. Okay. Not those things, but he just I he feel speaks something. like he actually says like he's saying something that makes you want to listen. Yeah, that too. But I was feeling like something. I can't describe it. I don't know what you're talking I about. I was feeling that less chill. Yeah, like that. Ooh. That's how I was feeling. The vibe. That's it. Yes. I couldn't get it. You're the winner. <laughs> All right, let's go. I, I want, said that you to get, say. Are you, getting, are you getting sleepy? No. Uh, well, I am, and I want some soup. Oh, God. So we're going to go get that uh, soup? No, not that. I want that crab soup. Yes. All right, we got to yes. go, y'all. See y'all later. Bye.